Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. The spiritual growth journey is lifelong, right? It's your whole life growing, but you need to be doing in, a, in order to be growing, right? And that's why the Bible tells us that we need to get rid of things in our lives that would hinder us from exercising unto godliness. But spiritually, the Bible says the same thing. In Hebrews 12, 1, it says, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. In other words, whatever it is in your life that's slowing you down from exercising your spiritual gifts, whatever it is that's hindering you from becoming strong spiritually, and everybody has things. Donuts are easy to stop physically, but spiritually, what is it that you need to get rid of? Some things, sometimes it's habits or hobbies or friends or whatever. And he says, run with endurance the race that's set before you. See, God wants to develop in us this strength and endurance to run the race to the finish and to finish well and to win, right? And, and so often as Christians, people aren't doing these things to become strong spiritually. And so sometimes they quit before the end. And, and you all know that it's not how you start, but how you finish, right? God wants us all to finish well. And he wants us to run the race with strength and endurance. And, and we need to understand that we have a part to play in that. Now, it is his power, his strength, his resources, but we need to tap into them. In, in Ephesians 3.16, he says, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. So we need to pray for God's spirit to empower us that we would be strengthened in the inner man. Do you believe that God is able to do what he said he would do in your life? Right? Abraham believed that God was able to do what he said, and it didn't matter how impossible it seemed to be. And every one of us puts our hope and our faith in something. Many people put their hope and faith in their bank accounts, right? When the economy crashed in 2008, a lot of people committed suicide because they thought, my money's gone, I have no hope. That's because their money was, their hope was in their money, right? Many people put their hope in their own abilities, uh, their faith in their own abilities, and some people's faith is in God and that he is able to do what he said he could do. I believe that God wants us to live our life as if he is able to do everything that he said he could do, because he can, and he does, right? And remember when the guy was paralyzed in John chapter 5? Now, a certain man was there who had an infirmity 30, 38 years, and when Jesus saw him lying there, he knew that he had already been in that condition for a long time, and he said to him, do you want to be made well? Now, have you ever wondered why Jesus would ask a person who is, uh, ha- you know, can't walk or whatever his uh, infirmity was, uh, do you want to be made well, right? Why would Jesus ask him that? Doesn't it seem obvious what the answer is? Well, perhaps Jesus was asking him, are you willing to attempt the impossible if I ask you to do it? Are you willing to do whatever I ask you to do? And and because Jesus knows what's coming next, right? And we can ask ourselves the same question. Are you willing to attempt the impossible? You know, sometimes people have trouble in their marriage and, 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 you know, they're not, they don't see how it could be fixed. And then there's an answer. God has an answer for them. And maybe they go to marriage counseling and the counselor says, are you willing to do this? And, and the person needs to say, yes, I'm willing to try anything. I've done marriage counseling 
with people. But many years ago, I uh, was counseling this couple, and they had an issue, and I, I said, well, you're going to need to do this. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to move forward in your marriage. And, and the woman looked at me and said, well, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, well, then you're not going to have a good marriage. And she looked at me and like, what do you know? And they left, and they got divorced, right? I mean, but are you willing to do whatever God tells you to do? And do you think Jesus wants to do amazing things in your life? Well, the answer is absolutely yes, right? He's just looking for people to do great things in their lives. Now, here's the thing, though. To the degree that you are willing to do whatever Jesus asks you to do is the degree that you will experience his power, his spirit working in you exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond what you could ask or imagine, right? See, because part of him doing amazing things in your life is for you to step out in faith and obey in whatever he tells you to do. And I've told you guys the story about uh, when we bought this building that the banker said, Bob, why don't you ask the people selling the building to give you $100,000? And I was like, they're not going to do that. He's like, what do you got to lose? I don't know, but I am not going to do it, right? And then I went home and told my wife, look, the banker said, I don't even know the banker. I don't know these other people. <laughs> and, and, you know, I prayed about it, and God's like, Bob, do it. Ask him. I'm like, all right. So I asked him, hey, will you give us $100,000 so we can buy your building? And they came back a week later and said, sure. I was like, wow, I should do that more often. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but the thing is, is that in my mind, I told the banker guy, hey, I'm not going to do that. I don't know these people. That seems weird, doesn't it? Now, here's the thing. God's going to ask you to do things that seem weird. Maybe it, you, he has you, you know, invite your neighbor over for dinner. You're like, I don't know these people. Why would I invite them over for dinner? Well, because God asked you to. <laughs> or maybe he has you to invite them to church. Or, or maybe he, you know, wants you to spend more time with your spouse or with your kids or, you know, whatever it might be. But when Jesus says to the sick man, do you want to be made well? I think what he's saying is, will you do whatever I ask you to do in order to be made well? Notice what the sick man said in, uh, in John 5. He couldn't walk. Verse 7, the sick man answered and said, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. So the guy thought that the way he needed to get healed was someone to put him in this pool of Siloam, and when the water stirred that you would get healed. He thought he knew what the fix was. And that man wrongly thought, this is what I need to change my life and to make it better. See, he thought, in order for me to be healed, I need someone to do this and then someone to do that. I need someone else to help me besides God. And really, he was asking Jesus, can you pick me up and put me in the water? That, that's what he's saying to Jesus. Now, notice, Jesus does not do what he asked him to do. Now, this is so important because when you pray, Lord, I'll do whatever you want. Lord, I want to live life the way you designed it. I want to experience all that you have for me. And God says, do this. And then you say, no, God, we're going to do that. <laughs> well, God's not going to do what you want to do all the time because sometimes we don't know, right? And, and this guy didn't know. He thought this is how I'll be healed. And notice what Jesus says. He doesn't pick him up and put him in the water. In John 5, 8, Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well. He took up his bed and he walked. See, that man had a choice to either obey Jesus to try to get up and walk or to argue and say, that's not going to work for me, Jesus. I haven't been able to walk for 38 years. I can't do it. Why are you asking me to do something I can't do? Now, here's the important thing to understand. God is going to ask you to do things that are beyond your ability. Why? Because then he gets glorified when he accomplishes great things in your life. See, if he has you do something, you think, I can't do this, and then you do it, and people say, how'd you do that? Well, then, if you're honest, you're going to say, well, it was God. God helped in my marriage, with my kids, with my finances, whatever it is. And the question is, are you willing to step out in whatever God asks you to do and attempt the impossible? Jesus said in Matthew 19, 26, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. I love that, right? All things are possible. If you listen to CNN radio, uh, then you need to know, not CNN, CSN. 
I don't know if CNN has a radio, right? They can't express the anger over the air. But anyway, uh, if you listen to, you know, Christian teaching on CSN, Christian Satellite Network, you need to know the reason that network exists is because the guy who started it said, well, I'm just going to step out in faith and see if God does it. And I, I remember I was best friends with him. And I said, this is just weird. You think you're just going to build a bunch of radio stations? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's do it, right? And so, you know, I got to be involved. And, I, and what's great to be around other people who step out in faith and take ventures of faith to do great things for the kingdom because then you begin to realize, oh, God uses anybody. You don't have to be that smart. I mean, you don't have to be anything special, just willing to, to do whatever he asks you to do. And so in verse 20, when he says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. See, some of you here today, you might think, well, things are too difficult from time to time. But Jude one twenty four says, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and present you faultless. See, whatever temptation, whatever struggle you have, that God is able to keep you and present you faultless, right? God is able to do whatever needs to be done in our lives. The city of Ephesus were very carnal. Remember we talked about they had the temple of Diana. They had priestesses and prostitutes, and it was legalized prostitution, thousands of them, and super immoral. And yet God helped those Christians to have victory over temptation, to accomplish what he had for them to accomplish. And God was able to deliver them in whatever it was that was holding them back for exper- from experiencing God's best and the fullness of God in their life. I love Corinthians 10, 13, where he tells us that no temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you were able, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. See, God is always going to make a way for you to get out of whatever it is, temptation or situation uh, that you're in, because he loves you and he's able. And, but our part is to say, okay, I'm going to do it, right? When he says, do this, we have to say, okay. And, and for all of us to know that God does want to do great things in our lives, but our part is just to say, okay, Lord, I will do what you say, even though I don't understand it, right? And that's what he is saying in verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. See, God loves you, and he wants to do amazing things in your life, and he is able to do the impossible. He's able to do for you what you can't do for yourself. And when you begin to get up every day and pray and say, Lord, okay, what do you want to do? Let's do some amazing things. And you begin to say, Lord, I will do whatever you say. Whatever you tell me to do, I'll do it. And when you begin to pray that and live like that, life is exciting, right? Because God is looking for people that he can do great things through, right? And the problem is we get in this comfort zone where we're like, well, I'm not going to step out in faith. I'm not going to do anything that seems crazy. Uh, why? Well, because what if I look bad? Well, you have to be willing to say, Lord, I'm going to do what you say, and we'll see what happens. You know, even this church, when we started this church, I prayed and said, Lord, I think you want me to move to Caldwell and start Calvary Chapel, but if it doesn't work out, I'm willing to go back doing other things, right? And, but if you want me to do it, then I'll do it. And I didn't know how it was going to turn out, but now I look back and think, wow, you know what? Listening to God's voice is so good. And that's why it's so important you spend time alone, hearing his voice. Lord, what do you want me to do? And if you get up every day with a pen and paper and say, Lord, what do you want to say to me? And, and you read his Bible and you pray, and then you write down what God tells you. You know what? He's going to tell you some exciting things. And it's going to exp- you're going to experience, when you begin to write it down and you begin to do it, then you're going to begin to experience exceedingly abundantly above and beyond what you could ask or think. And that's how it works. And so I would encourage you, this week to pray and say, Lord, hey, help me to step out in faith. Help me to do whatever you want me to do, whatever it is. And as you do it, it will be exciting. 
Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we do thank you that you can do the impossible in our lives. Lord, we thank you that you're able, Lord, to do what you said you will do in our lives. So we pray you would help us, Lord, to surrender to you completely. Lord, to be willing to do whatever it is that you ask us. Lord, we want to experience the fullness of all that you have for us in our lives. So help us, Lord, to surrender to your spirit, to allow you to do what you want to do, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. We would like to tell you a little bit about our Pure Word ministry. Pure Word is a ministry that helps people with life-controlling issues such as alcohol, drug, and pornography addiction. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Our desire is to help people break free from the heavy yoke of life-controlling issues. Pure Word meets every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., here at Calvary Chapel Caldwell. For more information, call 453-9653 or visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day